Hi everybody, Doug the Brain Guy here with you again. This is Brain School Podcast 2024-09. Wow, if you were excited about what you learned in uh, podcast number eight, just wait till you hear about this one. This one, I think I told you at the end of the last podcast, this is one of the ultimate science secrets for achievement. Now, don't panic if when you get through this, you're not sure how to apply it or don't totally understand it. It's okay. Right now, we're just going through the top 12 brain science discoveries of the last 15 years or so that you can learn to apply. So the key here is you can learn to apply these things. And when you learn them, oh my, the achievement levels can go through the roof. All right, this is brain science discovery number 10. We've done the previous nine. I think maybe when I start uh, uh, number 11, I'm not sure we're going to get to that today in today's podcast. But when we do, I think I'll, I'll do a quick summary of the first 10 or so. We've only got 12 that we need to cover. But boy, if you were excited about the last uh, uh, topic we talked about, uh, about your RAS, your reticular activating system, what it can do for you, listen to this. Simply put, your brain never fails to provide you a solution. It is a fact, it's a science-based fact, I'm going to go through it with you. Don't panic if you don't believe it yet. It's okay because you have to learn how to apply it. If you don't apply it properly, it won't always find a solution. But we're going to go through that in this and future podcasts. Your brain never fails to provide you with a solution. Here's what they've learned. Once you put an item on your RAS important list, remember when we talked about the important list? And we'll we'll teach you how to do that. You know, (laughs) manually, I guess uh, we should say, teach you how to do that. Uh, Many things get automatically on your important list, like I talked to you about with the escalator tragedy that uh, happened uh, many years ago with my son's friend. But you'll learn how to do it manually yourself to get things onto your important list. But not only will your Nancy, your non-conscious, begin showing you uh, information about this high-priority high priority subject uh, in the world entirely around you. Everywhere around you, Nancy's going to give you information automatically. But Nancy also, your non-conscious brain, will also begin digging for information about it through your stored memories, your big warehouse of memories. In other words, Nancy looks around you, but Nancy also looks within you. You know, we we talked briefly last time about the law of attraction. Well, frankly, it lives inside of you. We'll talk at length about that in a future podcast. 
Nancy looks inside you too. And, and it goes even further. Nancy enter, enters into planning. Nancy is always working on your behalf in every way possible. If you focus on uh, your attention on what you want for a given amount of time, uh, any subject, any topic, any goal, just by thinking about it, visualizing it, pondering it, meditating on it, and speaking about it, you can call up solutions and information exactly on that subject. And in response to your dominant thoughts, those you repeat and feel most strongly about, those that uh, keep firing over a 21 to 30 day period, your most dominant thoughts, your non-conscious brain will deliver up to your conscious level a solution, a wonderful solution. But you got to learn to recognize that solution when it comes. Boy, we're going to talk about that down the road. You, you got to pay attention to what your Nancy's saying because sometimes it's not in words. You know, your non-conscious brain uh, uh, can't distinguish truth from a lie, real from imagined. Why? Because it only sees in pictures. Not in words, in pictures. So you got to learn about this. Because your non-conscious brain will deliver up to your conscious level a plan that's developed to solve your problem or achieve your goal or improve your memory or help you be healthier, whatever it is, whatever your age. See, uh, Nancy, <laughs> your non-conscious brain is not restrained by reality. Think, think about it for a minute. We know what's real, but let's say you go to a movie. We talked about this before. You go to a movie that's a really sad movie. I, I saw an ad on Facebook, I think, for a movie. I don't remember the name of the movie, but it said, be sure to take a box of Kleenex. Well, wait a minute. It's just a darn movie. But the movie's really sad, Grandpa Doug. That's what my granddaughter Stella, age 13, says. Yeah, but see, Nancy thinks it's real. It thinks in pictures. Can't tell the difference between what's real and what is false. Therefore, everything that goes in, whether or not you consciously believe it is possible, Nancy will take it as a literal demand or request. You want to learn to make a million dollars? You want to learn to surf at the age of 66? You want to sing like a rock star in a amphitheater for an audience of 2,000 people? Whatever thoughts you dwell on, Nancy will act upon. Once Nancy is stimulated to fire neuron patterns related to those dominant thoughts coming from your conscious brain, it'll automatically go to work creating pathways forward so you get that. In other words, your non-conscious brain, what a wonderful girl Nancy is. Nancy is looking for and finding solutions for you. And she will every single time. Now, you're not going to recognize them every time. We got to work with you on that. I've had to learn that. Frankly, it's not easy. 
Oh, but once you reach that, oh man. You don't have to know how your goal is going to happen. You just have to put it on your RAS important list and your brain will take care of the rest. Uh, for example, one, one year I wanted to make $5,000 in a hurry. My, two of my grandsons at that time had strep throat and it was a Christmas holidays. Can you imagine? Uh, they were home from school, but they were sick and they were sick over Christmas and had to spend it in bed. This is long before COVID. But how bad is that? Well, I decided to do something special for them. Uh, you know, their Christmas is ruined unless we do something special. But I didn't have the money yet. So I kept saying to myself, and you'll learn how, I'm going to make $5,000 and spend it on my grandsons. I've got no idea how it's going to happen. And I had no idea how it was going to happen, but I trusted the process. Eight days into affirming my decision, I got an idea. See, I paid attention. Nancy brought me an idea for a product to sell online, and I immediately executed on that product. It made me $12,000 before Christmas that year. Wow, did they have a good Christmas, even though they were sick. See, I was acting upon the suggestion that my brain brought to me. Your brain will always bring you a solution. Here's another example. I, I was going through uh, the notes I had taken at an event I went to. It was a Mark Victor Hansen. Uh, if you remember Mark, uh, well, remember him, he's still here. <laughs> but Mark, uh, he and Jack Canfield uh, were the editors and writers of the Chicken Soup for the Soul books. Do you know they sold over 500 million books? And then they sold that name and that series, Chicken Soup for the, oh my goodness, Chicken Soup for about everybody's soul. Well, I was going through my notes from that event, and when I was going through my notes from that event, I, I visualized a uh, an idea to do a skit based on science for his future events. Now, I hadn't looked at that skit that I had done years and years before called Oh, Hi, Jim. But I, you know, I thought I could do this at one of Mark's future events and, and maybe help some people and make some money. Two of my favorite things. <laughs> but you know what? Before I got booked with Mark Victor Hansen, I, I didn't even know how to get booked for his event. But I sat down anyway and reworked that skit, which was highly moving and practiced it. And this is true. Just a few days later, I got, I got an email from a, a friend of mine that's a hypnotherapist in Phoenix. We hadn't spoken in a while, but... I, I called her and I told her what I had done, and it turns out she was a best friend for Mark Victor Hansen. Now she's his wife, by the way. But my non-conscious brain must have remembered that and triggered me to call her and mention it to her because I did not consciously know about that. Are you with me? She connected me with Mark.
and I put that skit on at some future events of Mark Victor Hansen's all over the doggone country, and it made me a whole bunch of money, and each one of those events had about 600 people on the stage, and it was so moving it had Mark in tears. Use your conscious thoughts to give direction to your non-conscious brain, and your conscious thought will direct the performance of your non-conscious brain to bring you a solution, an idea. But your main job, after you set this system in motion, is to understand that it's going to work and to recognize and act upon the plan when it comes. It might be in the middle of the night. It might be in the middle of dinner. It might be in the middle of a prayer. It will come. If you don't take action when the idea comes, you're... Your dominant thoughts are no better than a wish. You know, it always used to tickle me about the law of attraction. People, people thought that, well, they could just sit in a chair and think about something and it's going to show up right in front of them. No, you've got to take action. The law of attraction is only the start. The real secret is taking action. And there's something else you, you, you got to learn uh, about your non-conscious brain, Nancy. Nancy has goals that you don't even know about. I, I know that's an astonishing claim. When I say don't know about, I mean at the conscious level. But I assure you it's based on hard science. As a matter of fact, it's based on a research study conducted at the Ohio State University. Dr. Tanya Chartrand, who I've spoken with, she's... Uh, gone from Ohio State, now she's down at Duke. A wonderful place to be, right? She brought in three groups of subjects. And you know what she did? She lied to them. She told them they were going to, they were going to test a correlation between memory recall and manual dexterity by giving them words to memorize and then putting together a wooden puzzle. But she rigged the test so that the puzzle was not solvable. You see, her lie was about the, the nature of her research. The first group was given a list of success-oriented words. The second group was given a list of random words. Both groups were told, these are words we want you to memorize. We're, we're going to test you on how many you remember. And we're going to test you then on how quickly you can solve the puzzle that we give you with your hands. The third group, you know, a, a control group, they, they weren't given any words at all to memorize, to memorize. They were asked to solve the puzzle, though. And then she measured the moods of the kids. Now, remember, the puzzle wasn't solvable. But the group that was given the achievement-oriented words, success, greatness, fabulous, those kind of words, they tried the hardest to solve the wooden puzzles, but every time they tried, they like the other two group members, they were frustrated. They couldn't do it. And those kids in that group indicated in their questionnaires over a period of months that they were experiencing bad moods, uh, couldn't sleep, had lower feelings of self-worth, and felt unhealthier healthier than the, the group they had random that had random words in a group that had no words. What's the conclusion? Because of those success-oriented words, 
Nancy, their non-conscious brain, absorbed the concept that they were supposed to achieve success. Nancy had set internal goals for them, but they weren't aware of those goals, nor were they able to achieve them. Wow. See? Another thing that means is you can choose to leave events behind you that that sucked, pardon my expression. This is something I, I talked out with Jack Canfield. Uh, uh, he invited me out to his uh, estate out in California, and he was working on his new book called The Success Principles. And up until that point, he thought it was absolutely necessary that you, you revisit old bad memories and to be able to clear them. And I said, no, 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 no. You can choose to leave events behind. And I showed him how scientifically you could do that. And he, he mentioned it in his book, The Success Principles. You get to decide what's on your important list from this day forward. Uh, Walter Staples, uh, Dr. Walter Staples, an author of a book called Think Like a Winner, calls this the greatest wonder of the mind. The greatest wonder of the mind. We don't do the majority of our thinking at the conscious level, but it's good news that the thoughts that fire repeatedly in our non-conscious brain are based upon our dominant conscious thoughts, and those are the ones we can control. You follow that? This means you can consciously choose to create success and consciously direct your Nancy to come up with goals to bring you success in memory, in health, uh, in exercising, in school, in business, in relationships, in athletics, and on tests. But be careful. A friend of mine, Jill Amon Wexler, Dr. Jill, we call her. She tells an anecdote about a teacher who came into her elementary school classroom and announced to her students the results of a scientific study indicating that blue-eyed children are smarter and perform better academically than green or brown-eyed children each day for 90 days. She told her students about this study. Over that period, the blue-eyed students in the classroom started to perform at a higher level. You knew what happened. Their non-conscious brains were given a goal to reach for. The brown and green-eyed children started performing at lower levels. And then after 90 days, you know what the teacher did? She came into the classroom with a, a sad look on her face and said, I am so sorry to tell you, uh, I've got to apologize. I made a terrible mistake. I had it backwards. It's the students with brown and green eyes that are more intelligent and academically successful than blue-eyed children. And she kept telling her students that over several days and weeks subsequent to that. And you can guess what happened. The green and brown-eyed children starting doing better in class. Yeah. The green and blue-eyed children started doing better. And um, I said that wrong. The green and brown-eyed children started doing better. Did I say that right? I'm colorblind. The blue-eyed children started doing worse and proves one simple thing. If you think and believe you are smart, you'll act smart. 
If you think and believe you're creative, you'll act creatively. Why? Because you have a non-conscious brain that works 24-7. It is five-sixths of your thinking, and it is phenomenally powerful. Thank you, Creator and the Lord, for creating us this way. If you think and believe you are successful or are a success, you will act successfully. Your actions reflect your thoughts, which direct your non-conscious brain to set a goal for you. Wow. Now, how can you take advantage of this? You and I, age 60, age 70, age 80, age 40. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. If you have, a, at the conscious level, an original thought, that you are intelligent and that you can perform well, you can purposely repeat this thought and allow it, you know, on the top of your important list. And if it dominates your conscious thinking, it'll influence the thoughts at your non-conscious level. Oh, I love Nancy. And Nancy will go about ways to find success for you. Wow. Is that amazing or what? Scientists have learned, uh, brain scientists have learned that over 90% of what we perceive to be real isn't real. That's at the conscious level. But non-consciously, Nancy acts automatically and functions without deviation on your instructions 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, unbothered by what is real or what isn't. It doesn't matter at your non-conscious level. It follows your instructions exactly. So, therefore, you have in your life today exactly what you've been telling yourself you want in your life. That might be a hard pill for some of us to swallow, but it's the truth. So if you're not where you want to be, it's because of what you've been telling yourself. Henry Ford said it years ago before the scientists had any equipment to monitor the human brain. Remember, if you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're right. Your non-conscious brain will follow your instructions exactly. It's not hampered by your perceptions of reality. And that makes your Nancy take what is apparently impossible and turn it to the possible. This is such a powerful concept. Once you understand it and believe it and apply it, there are no limits on your level of achievement. Again, it doesn't matter if you're 60, 79 like me, 89. Oh, man, I just got goosebumps again. I, I, I've gone through this a hundred times, and it still gives me goosebumps. Later on in the podcast, if you stay with me, uh, I'm going to give you a comprehensive plan based on these discoveries where you can change your brain and create unlimited success in your life beyond your wildest dreams. This is Doug the Brain Guy. 
Signing off again. We're going to, uh, uh, once more, I'll give you my, uh, my uh, email, Doug at brainapples.com. Brain apples, achievements, productivity, performance levels elevate significantly when you learn how your brain works and you learn strategies based on how your brain works. Your success, however you define success, you know, will be unlimited. Thanks, you guys. I love you all. We'll see you in the next podcast.